Oh, if you got your Bibles, stand with me and turn to Luke chapter number 10. Luke chapter number 10. The Gospel of Luke chapter number 10. Are you glad to be in God's house today? Say amen. 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 I know we got a lot of people that are gone to see their mamas and went out of town today, so we'll uh, see them when they get back. But we appreciate you being here with us today and uh, glad you chose to be here at First Baptist Church. Uh, Luke chapter 10, we're going to begin in verse number 38. Verse number 38. Now it came to pass as they went and entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing that is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. May God add his blessings to his word. Let's pray. Our Father, just pray that you bless your word, bless the reading, the teaching, and the preaching of it this morning, Lord, to fill me with your spirit and empty me of myself this morning, Lord, that we may deliver your word and it not return void. We thank you for everyone that's here, Lord. We thank you this morning for mamas. My mama's been in heaven for 18 years, Lord, and I thank you for her, but I thank you for each mother that's here today that loves their children and takes care of them. Lord, we just pray that you bless our service. In your name we pray, amen. Tammy, we shall. All right, you may be seated. We don't know much about, uh, we don't know the village or where Jesus was, uh, why Jesus was coming through this certain place. And it really has no significance this morning. But Martha received Jesus or she invited Jesus into her house to come into their home. And while in, in the home, her sister Mary took the time to sit at Jesus' feet and listen to him. While Martha was so consumed about serving and maybe, maybe she was preparing lunch or maybe she felt the need to straighten things up. But the fact was that Jesus was in the house this morning, this day, and Martha was too distracted to do other things. This morning I just want to preach a simple message. Don't miss the presence of the Lord. Don't miss the presence of the Lord. Mary knew that Jesus was only there for a short while. And she wanted to take in all that he had to say. So she sat close by him and she sat there with him and she listened to him. And she took the time to, to listen to what he had to say and to soak in the things that he had to say. But Martha was busy going about doing things in the house. She didn't, didn't take the time to sit with Jesus this particular day. You know, church, what we need today, we need to sit and listen sometimes to what God has for us. We need to uh, take the time in our, in our devotions, in our prayer time, and, and to not allow other things to distract us. Not allow things to take our presence or take our focus off of the Lord. We don't want to miss the presence of the Lord. It's so easy to do. Here at John chapter 11, we see another, another portion of Scripture that mentions Mary and Martha and, and Lazarus here. But it says, as many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to com comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, she, ran, she went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. 
And then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if, you, if, you, if thou hadst been here, my brother would not have died. We see the death of Lazarus here. And, and Lazarus and Mary and Martha, they were all good friends and close friends with Jesus. And Jesus loved them very much. And, and in return, they loved Jesus very much. And here, once again, we compare Mary and Martha. The Bible says that Martha come running and telling the Lord, if, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. You know, Martha was probably upset and she was probably angry and probably a little bit furious that Jesus was late. And, and if he would have been there, he could have, he could have healed her brother. But then we see the other side of this scripture and it says, Mary. Mary was sitting quietly. She was sitting quietly in the house, you know, because she knew the Lord. And she knew that the Lord was going to take care of her brother. You see, Mary had spent time with Jesus. And she knew his heart. And, but Martha was too busy to know him like Mary did. Martha was too consumed with things. And, and you know, there are those of us in this building this morning that cannot wait on the Lord to do things. We, we get mad. We get impatient. We jump to conclusions. And we eventually leave God out of everything. Then there are those of us that wait patiently upon the Lord. We trust him, and we know that he's going to take care of things. Some of us are Marys, and some of us are Marthas. Sadly, we live in a Martha world. We live in a world that is busy, that is consumed with busyness. A fast-paced environment where we run from sunup to sundown. We go from day in and day out, and we never stop. A Martha world gives us anxiety gives us stress, gives us depression, gives us heart disease, and we could go on and on. And God did not intend for us to live in a Martha world. God intended for us to live in a Mary world with Martha moments. Does that make any sense? Do you follow me? Am I okay? You see, we were not created to, to just make it big in this world. We were not created to get as wealthy as possible. We were not created to just work a job. We were not created to just simply have earthly gain. We were created and saved by the grace of God to honor him and to give him glory. That is what we are here for. Amen? Amen. That is what we were created for. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. I'm only going to be here for a, a little while. This old body I'm only going to have for a little while. This tent one day I'm going to lay down and put aside. It's only temporary. These bodies that are falling apart and frail and weak is only going to be for a little while because one day we get a glorified body and we get to be with Jesus in heaven. We're only here for a little while. Then stop investing so much into this world. Amen. Start investing in God and heavenly things. Things that will make a difference. Listen, I, I tell you this morning, I, I mentioned in my prayer, my mama been gone for, I think, 18 years. She died when I was 18. I miss her every day. And those of you that, that lost your mama, I know you miss her all the time. But my mama instilled something in me. She instilled in me going to church. My mama instilled into me praying. I remember my mama teaching me to pray. We were at, the, at a coffee, our coffee table in our house, and she says, I want to teach you to pray. Let's sit down and let's pray. Those are things that make a difference. 
You can have all the money, all the wealth, all the stuff, all the material possessions that you have, and they're not going to matter about, they're not going to make no difference in this world. It's great if you're able to have those things. I'm not knocking that. I'm, I'm not. That's great. But those are not what matter. Those are not things. But here we see Martha and Mary. Martha missed the presence of the Lord. Martha had the chance to, to sit and just commune with Jesus. But she chose to be busy. You know, that is something that she can never get back. Martha can never get that back. She can never get that time back that the Lord was in the, in the house and the Lord was there and the, the knowledge that she could have gained from him. She could never have got that stuff back. I'm going to brag for a second on our church. I know today we don't have as many people as we've been having, but uh, I know a lot of people are gone to see their moms, and that's, that, we understand that. Uh, there's always going to be that. Either going to be a lot of people here seeing their mom, or everybody's going to go see their mama, so it, it's okay. But the last, uh, the last few weeks, I tell you what, I'm going to brag, and I'm not bragging on myself, but we've had some good church services. Amen. Amen. I think we've had some great church services. And, you know, I don't want to miss church. Well, if I miss church, you're in trouble, I guess. Y'all just come in here and, where is he at? Well, I'm at home watching TV or, you know, eating popcorn. No, uh, I don't want to miss the church services. I, you know, I, I, I don't want to miss what God has for us. And I feel sorry for those people that are, not able, that are not able to be here. Maybe they've been sick or whatever, but they've been missing. You know, God wants everybody to feel his presence. God wants everybody. He wants to move in everybody's life. He doesn't want any of us to miss out on his blessings. And we miss out on the presence of the Lord so many times because we put other things in front, of a, in front of the Lord. We miss out on the presence of the Lord so many times. You know, in the Bible, and the Lord did this, I'm sure, for a reason. He used so many comparisons by twos. You know, he compares the sower who sows in the good ground as opposed to the sower who sows in the rock. He compares the two sons, one who left home and the one who stayed. You know, I could go on and on, but he's comparing these two sisters. And today I want you to see which one of these sisters best fits your life, Mary or Martha. Which one are you? And, I, and I'm not condemning Martha or cutting Martha down. And I, I'm sure that Martha was a nice lady. And, but she missed out on so much. She missed out on so much of the presence of the Lord because of her busyness. Because of the busyness of this world, because of the busyness of, of everything that we have going on, the commitments that we have, we overcommit ourselves. Because of those things, we miss out on the presence of the Lord so many times. So, so examine yourself for a few minutes. Are you Mary or are you Martha? Mary, let me describe her in my mind. This is what the, these two descriptions here are in my mind. Now, these aren't exactly what the Bible says. These are just what I would gather from reading about her and, uh, you know, about these two ladies. Uh, Mary was quiet. She was a listener. She was close with the Lord, and she communed with him. She knew he was looking out for her own good. She knew that he loved her and her siblings. Mary, I believe, was someone that read her Bible and talked to the Lord. A person who walks close with God and depends upon him daily. Mary was someone I would picture to be a strong Christian woman. Mary. Martha, on the other hand, 
Martha was aggressive. She was too busy to sit and listen. Martha was a complainer. She complained at the Lord. Here comes Jesus walking up to her. Walking up to her. I know her brother had died, and she, the first thing she does is complain. If you'd have been here, Lord, he wouldn't have died. So I picture Martha maybe as a complainer. She stresses about the small things and misses out on things that God has for her because she is too busy. And I picture Martha this way. Now, this is not what the Bible says. I've said that I'm just in my own mind. Martha, to me, is probably someone that rarely talks with the Lord. She rarely reads her Bible. Martha's frail in her spiritual walk. I believe Martha was saved. And Martha was a good person. And we need uh, Marthas. We need people like that. But they also got to be, don't miss the presence of the Lord. We need people that are, are still focused on the Lord and willing to do things. You take it in the church, for instance. We need Marthas in the church, those who set up and do things. We need those people. But they've also got to be, have a little bit of Mary, or more Mary in them than they do Martha. So look at these two sisters. Look at them and say, who am I? Or which one am I? The benefits of being Mary is that the Lord was always with her and that she had the peace knowing the Lord was going to take care of her. She knew here in, this, in the last part of Scripture, she knew, Mary knew that Jesus was coming. And Mary knew that, that, that Jesus was going to raise her brother, Lazarus, from the grave. She knew that. And then, so that's the benefits of being a Mary. But the burden of being a Martha is probably she feels alone. And she needs the Lord, needs to be walking closer with him. And if she's going to do that, if she's going to walk a lot closer with them, Mary's, Martha is going to have to do a lot of confession to get back with the Lord. And this morning, I wish we could all be Mary's. The Lord was, would be so pleased to have his children walking in communion with him daily, wouldn't he? He desires that for you, child of God. He desires that for you, for you to walk with him daily, for you to talk with him daily, for you to be with him daily, for you to commune with him on a constant, consistent basis. He wants that from his children. And in return, he will bless you for that. And he will take care of you. He will give you peace that passes all understanding, all of those things. He gives that to you if you will just commune with him and you will just be with him. If you just listen to him when he's speaking, God speaks to his children. We just have to be still enough to listen. He leads us and he guides us and he directs us. We've just got to be able to listen. We've just got to sit still and be quiet. Don't get caught up in trying to make it in this world. Don't get caught up doing busy work when God is speaking. Doing your yard work instead of coming to church. You're at the gym instead of reading your Bible. Working late and missing Wednesday night prayer meetings. Don't miss out on the presence of the Lord. Because when you do, you miss so much. You miss so much when you miss out on the presence of the Lord. I'm almost finished. I want to give you these Three little points here. How to guard yourself from missing the presence of the Lord. How to guard yourself 
from missing the presence of the Lord. Number one, make Christ your priority. Make Christ your priority. He should be number one in your life. Is he number one this morning? Is he number one every day of the week? Is he the first person you get up and talk to? Is he the first person that you, or the last person that you talk to when you go to bed? Is he a priority in your life? You want to guard yourself from missing the presence of the Lord? You better make Christ the priority in your life. Christians, he should be your priority anyways. He's got to be your priority. Number two, make communion your purpose. Make communion your purpose. You got to make the purpose in your heart. You've got a purpose in you that I'm going to walk with the Lord. You got a purpose in you that I'm going to fellowship with Him and I'm going to share in the sweet communion that He has for me. You got to make that communion your purpose. Make it your commitment. Make it that you're going to you're going to commune with the Lord all the time. So to guard yourself from missing the presence of the Lord, number one, make Christ your priority. Number two, make communion your purpose. And number three, let Christ be your prosperity. Let Christ be your prosperity. Now, what do I mean by that? Let him be all that you need. Let him be all that you need. You can have all the worldly, the worldly gain, all the wealth, all the things that you want. And that's fine. But you let God, you let Christ be your prosperity. Let him be all that you need. And he'll be it. He will be it. All you got to do is ask him. He's so faithful and just. To, if, if he sees our hearts as his children, he's going to give us our desires of our heart. And if we desire to serve him, if we desire to live for him, and we make our best effort, he's going to give it to us. So in order to guard yourself from missing the presence, don't miss out on the presence of the Lord. Make Christ your priority. Make communion your purpose, and let Christ be your prosperity. Don't miss out on the presence of the Lord. Far too many blessings, far too much things that can happen don't be like Martha and miss out on the presence of the Lord. Be like Mary and take time to sit and commune with the Lord and get to know him. And he'll give you the peace that you never had before. Let's all stand. Every head bowed and every eye closed. I was just using these two ladies as an example this morning. Mary's or Martha's. How many times has, has your work or your job or your, your uh, commitments got in the way of your communion with the Lord? Maybe it still is. Maybe you're missing out on the presence of the Lord because you're too busy. Why don't you come to the altar this morning and ask the Lord to help you to, to set priorities in your life. Help him to direct your path. Ask him for help.
You want to serve him. You want to do like Mary, Martha did. Martha did great things. She, she served the Lord. She prepared things for him. But she missed out on the presence of the Lord because she was so busy. Don't let busyness get in the way of your relationship with God. people up here don't leave don't leave the church today if you're lost maybe you haven't asked Jesus into your life maybe you haven't made that commitment to him this morning maybe you've never invited him into your life you don't know what the presence of the Lord is like until you invite him into your heart